0: Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast.
1: So we've done this with art, and we always try to shout out different things we like. So let me just go through some list of things I like. I like all of you who are sitting here with me today. Thanks for being here. The oh. whole creative team at uh, at Paizo. Big, big double thumbs up. Particular shout out to Ron Lundeen who wrote this adventure, which like, I think we've talked about it a little bit on and off air, but just makes such interesting use of the format of a written adventure to explore different spaces. From the opening chapter, which was a lot of exploration, this sort of like different encounters coming up with different times of night is awesome. Of course, if you listen through to the indoor episodes, you'll always hear a shout out Sirenscape for handling that background sound, which like they're sort of the industry standards. They're great. Go check them out. And we have had some amazing artists. Everything from the folks who've worked on our, our cover art to the art uh, for characters, which you can find on our Instagram. However, and for those of you who are who are tuning in week to week, you may have caught a little preview of this. Trent reached out to uh, to an associate and commissioned some some audio drops for the podcast. Now, if you're paying attention, you you've definitely realized that not only do we record in advance, but we batch record, we edit, and then release week to week. So. All of you who are wondering why several weeks ago, when Jane rolled, all uh, right, really, really badly, back to back to back, as usual, uh, you heard a little musical no, element I- drop in, and that was because Jane rolled so poorly <laughs> that I was like, I don't care that it wasn't live. I'm going to retroactively splice in this amazing <laughs> drop that Trent uh, commissioned from. I've said this, set this work. once
2: and I'll say it again. I thought this was supposed to be fun, and when you all recruited me to do this, you were like, it's going to be so much fun. I mean, it's I for us. And I have yet to have fun.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> we're all having fun. <laughs>
1: so,
2: I'm not having fun. So all of she you is. listening have heard this drop. Fun.
1: <laughs> uh, I, most of us players have actually heard the drop when they were finished. Jane just decided not to listen.
2: Well, something deep down told me that it was going to be offensive. So.
0: so, I mean, only kind of. <laughs> can, I, can I shout them out real quick? Yeah, go ahead and, and talk all about this. So those are put together by my friend Sherman Haynes. Uh, You can check him out on Spotify, his band Alphabet Supine. uh, That's S-U-P-I-N-E. They are excellent, highly recommend. Uh, But you can also find him on Instagram under Mustache Fever, which is M-O-U-S-T-A-C-H-E and Fever. So definitely check them out. He's awesome, Um, obviously highly talented, uh, and he's going to make even more drops for us, which we are very excited for.
2: Thanks,
1: Sherman. Yeah, it, it, we always love working with and paying uh, some of these awesome creators out there, uh, big advocates for all that. So we actually have nine drops. Uh, I'm going to keep a couple in in the back pocket. In the pocket.
2: I would just like to also say that actually I just couldn't get them to play on my phone, and I am excited <laughs> to hear them. Um, but this is, this is as new for me as it is for the listeners. So... Well, all the you listeners all have listened to them already, right?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Many right. times, okay. times at least. Yeah. And this and one in particular it came through. Yeah. The <laughs> listeners have all heard me retroactively splice into an episode I was editing. Oh, my. But this will be the first time we've ever used one live and the first time Jane has ever heard one <laughs> dedicated <laughs> to her. Oh, no. Yes. I, I think it's this button. Jane.
3: Oh man, when
0: I heard that, I was like, this is everything I wanted it to be. Yeah, do. absolutely.
1: I, I mean, going through these, wow. his range is phenomenal.
3: Oh yeah, he's There's great.
1: such good work, and like, there's there's one in here I love that he put together. Um, I'm going to save it, because I think we'll get to use it in one of the episodes we're recording today, that he, the group kind of talked about, because he's like, yeah, I can totally do some kind of commission work like that. What are you interested in? So we all talked about different stuff, and- Uh, As all of you know, um, we're not great at things like math. Uh, And so anytime we're all having to roll stuff, it takes a second. So in addition to having some really good math jokes in there, he did put together uh, one specifically around initiative so that like when we're rolling initiative, we can hype up for combat. It's so good, though. I want it for the entire combat, so we might need to reach back out to him and be like, can you just loop that for like
0: 30 minutes? I'm sure he would be happy to do so. (laughs) Uh,
1: But we do have ones in which we can kind of call out some of our, our bad practices. I think it's this button. I haven't labeled them yet. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
1: Which I hope no one will take a too much offense when they're like, uh, and I can just tap that and fill it in. No, we all know bad. we do terrible yeah, math. Bad.
0: Mm-hmm. I think we we literally told him the words we wanted for that. And in my head, this is what played. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I was impressed that he got it exactly as I imagined it.
1: And you know what? We, we aren't the only podcast that uses drops. Uh, I don't think we'll be the best podcast that uses drops. I think we might have the best drops, now, uh, mm. I will also note that I really like as we're talking about the range, a lot of these have some really classic vibes. One thing that I say a lot because I love rules is there's a rule for that. So he made a there's a rule for that drop <laughs> that just very much has a little bit of the more you know feel to it. Mm-hmm. And
2: there's a <laughs> <laughs> they're absolutely great. Oh, they're phenomenal. I feel like I'm watching Reading Rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we I'm, I'm gonna play us two
1: more, and then we'll kind of sit on some other ones. Uh, we do have a great one for when we hand out a hero
4: patch. Oh,
0: nice that's fun! Isn't that great? I feel feels like, you like a else, retro video can you game. Play that, can you play that one again? Yeah. Ugh.
2: That is like the sound embodiment of how I feel when I get a patch.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I might also use
2: it
1: when we call a patch in. Oh, sure. Mm. But I will say that that would quickly potentially set up one of these scenarios.
5: I don't
3: like this one. This is the best one. It might be the best one. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> My least favorite. <laughs> like your your buddy's got a. Does he have like a Spotify account? Can this be his number one
0: song? People can just play it. Um, I'll I'll hit up with that later on. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Nobody <laughs> acknowledges when I roll a natural twenty, which has definitely happened. You know, oh. there's a drop for there's
4: that. There's a drop for that. Critical
2: hit. Ooh. And
1: it's really important to lead with that one because there's a phenomenal follow-up drop to that.
4: Critical O. Oh, um, <laughs> um, wow, this is uh, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh,
1: so I gotta say, however much fun I've had listening to these, it's even better to just see Jane's <laughs> first reaction to this. We've got a few more.
2: That's exactly how I feel when I roll in after where I'm like, Critical O. Oh
5: wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like, seriously,
1: I think we, he's listened to the podcast maybe a little bit. So he's sort of familiar with it, but he just, I love exploring the radio vibe for this. And there's a lot of like, I feel like broadcast history sort of hidden away in these drops. So big fan. Uh, I don't think I'll, I'll use them, but there, there's three others that we sort of have, which are really great. I'll save them for you to hear it, but you can expect it. We have our initiative roll one. Mm-hmm. We have a generic mm. mystery sound, which mm-hmm. I got to figure out
0: how I want to use it, but it's, it's gold. So I believe that was intended for secret when, a, yeah, for yeah. A, secret check, when oh, a secret check needs oh, to be rolled. Oh, oh that's gotcha. great. Those I mean,
3: bullshit rolls you do behind <laughs> the thing, and it's like, no, it didn't work
5: you, you like, mean it's, it's did that it
1: thing. did it not I, it's funny it's come up because we've had people listening and i've always have this weird line i walk when we're doing these of like how much do we just play what's efficient how much do we do we use the rules how much do we sort of telegraph the rules and so what i'll say is the ideal is that when there's a secret check i'll call for the check someone can tell me a bonus and then we roll it. but like there's some things that you roll so much that i do 100% have all the players like perceptions and stealth bonuses written down so sure. i can do that secret check But I never knew that, like, if for radio, what feels best is to just be like, yeah, you did this. So the player's like, does he just know it? Did he just roll arbitrarily? But at the same time, I know we've had episodes where me trying to sort of play that out for the audience. I think I've asked someone, like, what's your perception bonus? And I'm sure everyone at the table and everyone listening is like, we all know the perception bonus. It's plus 26. (laughs) This is the fifth time you've asked for it in 10 minutes.
0: God, how dumb is this guy? But now while they're thinking that, they have a sound to listen to. To just reinforce it. Mm -hmm. The the
1: mystery one or the terrible math when I'm trying to do Uh, Maybe a little (laughs) bit of both. (laughs) And then, honestly, I think one of my favorite emergent moments of this podcast has been doing storybook moment and asking all of you to describe shit for the audience. And so we do have a little drop that I will hold down for when all of you are describing art. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So hopefully tonight there's some some art I can show and all of you can describe it. I'm trying to think of my favorite art any of you have described. I think describing the assassin head of the farmer's union as like wearing a Hillary Clinton pantsuit was a a really high (laughs) up there one.
0: Yeah. Also very accurate. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was
1: the the arts. The art across this book is really good. It is interesting to see like a more like village focused like art around society as opposed to like adventuring sort of combat or, or rugged stuff.
2: I did laugh when we had the one description of the monster that came out and killed the first hill that was like tied to the wall. Um, We were like, Oh, it's like a horse sized squid rat with a shell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That flies. (laughs) That flies. Speaking though of, of like things that are adventuring and rugged, you know, what wasn't clearly ruggedized very well, Hmm. Uh, that slate that's supposed to have the ability Uh to write between you and the magistrate. So let's go back into
4: the ball. Do we have to?
1: It's 10 p.m. at midnight. Everyone unmasks. You all have wonderful outfits that you've been wearing. And right around a little after 10, I mean, obviously not right at 10. It can't be that obvious. It's like 10 p.m. New encounters have appeared. (coughs) The tablet shatters with the letters H-E-L. It could mean anything. Helicopter. (laughs) Those exist in this world? Yes, it's just when someone holds a short sword in each hand and spins around. <laughs> helicopter, <really quickly>. helicopter! <laughs>
0: Sorry, TikTok has ruined my brain.
1: <laughs> Mine too. Uh, I feel like whirlwind attack will not just be called helicopter attack. Yeah. yeah. Up until we get someone who can combine like magic missile and the fly spell, and just starts hunting people like a helicopter, <laughs> like a predator. Cool. Drone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put their arms out. Wee. <laughs> That wasn't a trap. That was all me. (laughs) Oh, wow. So you're all at the ball. It's 10 p.m. You have this shattered slate that has the letters H-E-L that appeared to have been written on it before it was broken. I mentioned this last time, but just as a reminder, any of you who would have the appropriate magical tradition knowledge, which would be sort of any of them that you're familiar enough, your guess is that sort of the connection is as such that when one breaks, the other breaks, since they sort of have these shared paired uh, writings. And if you like shout out to like a cool little bit of fiction, recently on a trip, I finally read Left Hand of Darkness and they talk a little bit about that's the only way they can handle communication and space that big is quantum entanglement, essentially between two objects. So I like to imagine that this is this is sort of that and it may very well be an intentional homage to that classic book, but in my mind, it's kind of rocking a little minor Left Hand of Darkness communication vibe. So we're at the party, you got a broken slate. You're supposed to be def- uh, defending High Magistrate Orvald Garmino. And uh, he's, you no know, one sees
4: him anymore. We did kind of drop the ball on that. Yeah,
1: we did oh, exactly. Because right. you're at a ball. So what do you do? Uh,
2: perception to see if I can see it?
1: Sure. Uh, this will be a secret perception check. Hey, Jane, what's uh, what's your perception bonus? You know
2: what? Trent's friend, it's 26. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last
1: level. It's actually 27 now, ah. according to my notes. God damn it. It is 27 now, uh, yeah.
2: That's
0: wait, wait, wait. You have a secret check. Can we hear the mystery oh, sound?
1: I think this is the right button. Ooh. All right. That's Very noir.
3: That's yeah. a the great James Bond drop. chord like, level of osinthous. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah sure. that's
1: fucking great. You know, speaking of like other people we've worked with, the the gentleman who composed our opening credits, we have his SoundCloud and our show notes. Really cool work. He does some work on it's like my re- brother, in law, in
2: law. <laughs> well, he, he does some
1: really hope high profile work for some bands that are out there and touring. But it was, it, it, I do love the stuff that we have. Really appreciate the people out there. Anyway, so you look around, you do not see uh, Garmino anywhere. Yikes. Uh, you don't know if maybe you, you just miss him, but looking around, you don't think that's it.
2: Uh, Well, if she hasn't already, Val would tell everybody else. Mm-hmm. The tablet has shattered. I think he's dead. Oh, oh my! <laughs> we should probably just go about whatever we were going to do before.
4: <laughs> he was trying to write helicopter.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that sounds problematic. I want to look for... I think I even mentioned this at the end of the last episode, a door. Sure. Like other doors, doors towards towards the back that he Mm -hmm. could have been taken through.
1: So obviously you've been through at least one door. There's a lot of these exits from this ballroom that are all marked off. They have tapestries, sort of... like. sort of staked basically in place or like tied in place. You can get around them, but it is sort of blocked off. There are multiple of these throughout the room. It could be any one of them that he either stepped to or were taken through.
3: Is there one that looks like it might be untacked or has had people pass through?
1: You know what? Uh, I think that sounds like a perception check. I am really loving these. (laughs) Uh, You don't see one that stands out more than the other you see some patterns of people like not paying attention to them. So maybe several different things have gone on or gone through some areas like that.
3: How about what's on the tapestries? Is there anything peculiar or that stands out about those?
1: There's a lot going on. I I like to imagine that the tapestries in this room are, most of them are, are pre revolution era for Galt. So that was when it was still a chelish vassal. Um, and I will always say "Chelish" when I refer to the nation of Cheliax because Chelaxian just sounds like some dude wearing sunglasses. I'm Chelaxian. <laughs> <laughs> like it re- literally sounds like an off-brand bebop and rocksteady.
6: Mm-hmm, it's true.
1: Yeah. So I think they're sort of in a Chellish style, depicting probably some date back old enough to have some stuff when it was even pre-Chelax. So you're looking at some Arudin themes and stuff there you're looking at some just depictions of order basically depictions of any any sort of myth or tale that reinforces order and consistency uh, not excessively so but you do get a little bit of that like oh those in power have commissioned art that demonstrate the values of people in power sort of stuff
0: mm. Um, I helped a guy out earlier because somebody was trying to kill him
1: mm-hmm. do I see that guy around you do you that that gentleman's walking around uh i believe it was a merchant because it was two merchants right who were yeah, sort who of,
0: warring with each other sort of thing
1: yeah and if you look around you probably would be able to find
2: wasn't it him. the guy in the fox mask who was not fox <laughs> uh, the one <laughs> in the fox I mask was
1: the one who poisoned it
6: yeah there was some oh, poison going around right
1: uh so it's it's two um the person who was sort of trying to do the poisoning was Alfundar Dundish, but you were talking to an elven merchant, um, Andariel the Golden.
0: Yeah, yeah, I want to go to, uh, Andariel.
1: Sure,
4: sure, you walk up to Andariel, he's there. Oh, hello, Penpario. <laughs> uh, I had a question for you, uh, I'm looking for, uh, an acquaintance, uh, uh, Orkfold Barbingo. <laughs> I've
1: not heard anyone <laughs> about that name, but I must admit even if I hadn't, we all are wearing masks, no? I suppose well, it
4: would be more difficult to pick some out in a crowd. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you seen any strange happenings? Maybe a group of people sort of going off in a, in a certain direction, that sort of thing?
1: Uh, look, you know that it is uh, it is not good for the longevity of anyone in cult to be too aware of what happens around them, but you did help me out. Your awareness did save my life. I
4: did sort of, you know, keep you from dying, yeah. Uh, those Andoran puff pastries, they looked so good. Oh, I know. I, yeah, I, I had to keep myself from not having several of them myself. It is, it is hard, but uh, you
1: know... He sort of leans down close looks over one shoulder looks over the other like it's anyone around but there are tons of people around so then it just gets even quieter let me see if I can do a stage whisper oh, you can,
4: yeah you can tell it in my ear if you need to it's really oh, you, you smell wonderful by the way oh thank <laughs> you it is uh um Meh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like frankincense and myrrh, right that's like, yeah. that's like yeah. a scent okay
4: so you're a merman. man <laughs> buzzing
5: mer
1: man <laughs> Yes, there are those who cause the use of mirth such we identify as as men of mirth. Yes, and those of us who are who are also enjoy laughing are men of and
4: mirth. Oh, hmm. I don't know if that I would go that far, but okay.
2: <laughs> I'm really glad that there's such a sense of urgency about the magistrate being missing.
3: <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. He's old, man. He does he's, everything is slow.
1: <laughs> um, I did see. There was a man, a uh, rather broad-shouldered, uh, a larger man, looked quite stately, had one of
4: those curly hair wigs things. Yeah, like, probably like a judge, yes.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I'm not one to judge, but it could have been, mm. no? Yes. Uh, and there were, I did see one like that disappear from one of the, the exits over there with the, the tapestry over it to the east. Um. Which way is it? There were several I... people accompanying him. They uh, unpegged the curtain, sort of ushered everyone through, and then... Pegged it back in, in place again.
4: Oh yes. I'm going to let that one slide. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was
1: amazing that Tabby is very well
4: hung. Ah. Oh yes, yes, I've noticed <laughs> that. Oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, thank you, friend. Uh, oh, no, of course. Uh, by the way, my name is Watson Himmelgale, if I hadn't told you before. And, you, you know, if if you happen to have some extra myrrh, I could, I could maybe uh, take that off of you.
5: Right,
1: since you since you, have, you did save my life, and he, like, palms you some the way every dad, like, leaves a tip by shaking someone's hand with the money in the palm of their hand. Thank you, friend.
4: Yeah. Uh.
3: Myrrh are. is
2: like an oil, I think. I don't know. Maybe I it's, know it's frozen.
3: It Technically, cologne is an oil, too. You just spray it. This
2: mm-hmm.
5: so yes, is a, really just a oily little oily bottle. He <laughs>
3: <laughs> just, uh, just rubs my hand yeah. with his own oil.
4: it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's, you go. Not, that's not what I expected. But oh yeah, it works, yes.
1: You could just oil back the little wispy strands of hair you yeah. have left on your head. Mm-hmm. All right. So they used to indicate this... this passage to the east
0: I'll, I'll in fact look at all of my uh companions here and like in the in the face and just be like over here we're going over this way <laughs> all right
2: um really quick can i do a perception to see if i see either of the hosts still around sure
1: so there were two hosts with the big smiley masks you got a perception check i you know what? i have your bonus right here <laughs> jane good <laughs> And you, you are able to spot both of them. Uh, okay. It does seem like throughout the evening, you're not sure how or when, they aren't changing masks because each of the masks are almost a touch bespoke to their face shape. But throughout the evening, you have noticed that at times they are smiling or frowning differently based on different things happening throughout the mm-hmm. evening. So you do see uh, Yasmina working her way through a crowd and i think fox noted this when sort of following them before but there's all sorts of people following around them sort of outwardly presenting and performing as though they're at a party we should talk socially but the the subtext when you get closer you can see so many people are asking after loved ones maybe it's for how they want like to be they want their loved ones to not be killed or maybe they have loved ones who are missing and they're just trying to find out did the great gardeners kill them they just want some form of closure it's it's this really, and it, it almost, you can see it, I, I i would, actually I think I'll intentionally choose the sort of like two-faced part of this performance as if the two different masks of these clearly gray gardeners sort of were mimicking that, that it's this very painted on smile of people around them in the performance. And then everyone there just, once again, walking in a party through this this giant home of what are seen to be just some of the, the, the world's most brutal political enforcers and murderers. Now what you're learning here is that that political connection is is very um, is is very much theater. And I mean you're here on behalf of the revolutionary council and it's clear that while the gardeners have something going on it isn't the revolutionary council's politics. Mm. So you see Yasmina, you see Valian they're they're working the room the way they have been.
6: Uh, okay. to, the, to the east, yeah, yeah just follow,
2: follow Watson
4: mm-hmm. to the door to the east.
2: Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're able to find it now. Remember, this tapestry is sort of held in place over the door. If you want to sort of get through there,
0: um, perception check on it. I'm looking for traps,
1: okay? Yeah, that one's pretty simple. I've also got your bonus, so we're gonna roll this. You look through it, you don't see any traps, um, and-
0: like, um. What am I trying to think of? Words? I'm looking for magic around it as well. I detecting magic? Yes.
1: Uh, the range on that is 30 feet, I think, unless it expands at higher levels. But what I'll say is you're not... You rule... I mean, there's so much magic in this area, You can, and you can only rule out those that you specifically know what it is. There's magic. You can rule out the guillotine. You know that's magical. You can rule out the magic items on you and all your party. There's magic. You're not able to get much more out of that.
0: At at heightened to fourth level, it says you pinpoint the source of the highest level magic, the guillotine. like an imprecise sense. You d- you don't learn the exact location, but can narrow down to a five foot cube.
1: Yeah, the, the guillotine is the most powerful. That sounds so pretty exact. Good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, look. So I think it's probably for like if somebody if something is hidden or invisible. yeah, like in a puzzle yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or so I mean, like we have all moved before in our life. Imagine what it'd be like to be like, that five-foot cube of stuff has my keys in it. I know it's
3: in that five-foot cube, but I don't know which box it's in. Keys is a really good example, because...
2: Yeah. I don't even need to move to feel that way about my keys. (laughs) (laughs) Like, somewhere within this five feet, my keys are. And I don't... (laughs) I don't know where, precisely. I feel
5: that
1: every day. Okay, so... You work your way through. Who's sort of taking point? We haven't really checked in on exploration modes in a little bit, but are you all. We don't need to get super technical. Are you stealthing? Or are you sort of Assassin's Creeding, just blending in, trying to act like I belong here?
3: That's what I'm doing.
2: That's what Val does too. All mm-hmm. right,
3: De- detecting magic. Okay, Val, detecting magic you might belong here. We don't even know mm-hmm. Val and
1: Dro. You're both just trying to blend in. Or I always think of uh, Burn Notice and Michael Weston with just like grabbing a yogurt out of the fridge, like he's supposed to be there.
2: Well, Val, for the record, has a plus twenty nine to Deception and a plus thirty to Society. So this is kind of her bread and butter to just act like she belongs in a setting like this.
6: Yeah, Fox. What about you? Uh, Fox is... Scouting—that's a thing, right?
1: Yeah. So just like staying alert for danger, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah.
6: you're. But that gives uh, everyone else a bonus.
1: Yeah. So, the, yeah, everyone will get a. So basically, if danger comes up, you are looking for danger so much that you will sort of call out to arms or be ready. Okay. You're tuned up, looking for that. So you work your way through this tapestry. Who's in front? Josharis. Josharis kind of push it to the side unhook it for a second walk in who's the last one behind
0: I'm probably Who? watson
1: watson even at your age i mean you have surgeon's fingers so i don't think it'd be hard for you to sort of clasp it behind you on the way in i'm gonna just have to own up to something here i've got a word here that i don't know and i'm hoping Ooh. one of you can help explain what it means nope. for me i always love this point which i'm like i prepped this adventure i didn't prep this word uh diaphanous
6: I don't know.
2: I don't know either. I think it's like, I, like a sounds like I think a it's diaphragm, like flowy almost
6: flowy, and maybe somewhat transparent.
1: Well, that actually one hundred percent makes sense. Yeah, it okay, it's
2: so fabric, yeah. light, delicate. delicate, and translucent.
6: Mm-hmm. Boom! Mm-hmm.
2: So, nice, Jared.
0: Thanks. Wow, look at you.
2: Y- you know what? Yes. <sighs> Do it. Yes.
0: Yeah, nice. <laughs> yes.
1: You get a hero patch. There's one over there, but it's not near They're my mic. It's so
2: far away. <laughs> so Jason
1: will go give you a hero patch. But you have one. So you stay <laughs> Oh, and there's keys. your keys. Look <laughs> at
2: a car. <laughs> a brand new car. It's not
6: brand new, but I do love it.
2: All a 30-year-old right. car.
6: Looks like Boy Scouts patch, maybe.
1: Yeah, looks like, a, I think it's a wood badge. Uh,
3: it has an owl on its though. That's why I gave it to you. Wait, who? Ooh, Ooh. who? I like it.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to have my back on mm-hmm. that one.
2: I, I heard it, like, in surround <laughs> sound. There. So you, you,
1: you work your way through, there's sort of a short hallway, and you find yourself in what looks to be a little bit of a gallery. There are several diaphanous hangings and various shades of blue adorning the stone walls of this room. There are blue stained glass windows depicting masked executioners standing tall before open skies. Blue light and rippling wall hangings make the room appear to be almost underwater in terms of the way light's playing out. Curtains are hanging at the exit that you've just stepped through to get into this room. And over exits uh, across uh, to the side of the room and across from where you entered the room, you have curtains opening up to a balcony. And you can kind of just see out through these curtains under the balcony and through the balcony, It looks like it's overlooking the Storm Flood River. So we talked a little bit about how this old monastery is sort of at the edge of town, up on this raised, geographical, not quite a hill, but section of town, right over the edge of the river. And so you've made it here. This balcony is overlooking the river. Now, oh, go ahead. No, 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 Trent.
0: Uh, Just with a minute here while we're uh, Mm -hmm. we're sort of in looking around, I would like to take a minute to cast... Energy Aegis on Fox.
1: Well, you may not have that minute oh, immediately no. oh, because no. while I describe the room, I'd like to talk about one of the contents of the room. Oh yes. Lounging on a lounging on a blue settee, idly combing their long blue tinged hair, you see this sort of woman. Uh sort of woman. Sort of woman. Well, I mean blue tinged hair. You know what? I think we're gonna get to use shooter, Val. <laughs> her, her right now
2: <laughs> Better safe than sorry So anyway I started blasting she, She's lounging
1: back, combing her hair And she she puts her hand up Sort of as soon as you step through the curtain Rude I'm very sorry But there is some private business Going on through there In motions to the other exit So there's the door you came in There's the balcony on the other side And then there's another door off to the side there's some very private business going on through there and my friends say mustn't be disturbed.
4: How good a friend?
1: <laughs> good enough for me to protect and respect their privacy.
2: Do you have a picture of this sort of woman? Uh, I do, but let me uh-huh. just say that, like, it's it's in
1: it's in an environment at which, like, I don't want to give away what might be coming. Uh-huh,
2: okay, uh-huh. so Val uh, throws her dagger at the. <laughs> oh my oh, oh, god! god. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just no. Straight for <laughs> Oh. Uh, okay. That's what she does. Yeah. That's Val what she Val does. does. Well listen, we're here to protect the magistrate. He said help. He went this way. This lady's blocking us. She's gotta go. And she's clearly a monster. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, so it's uh it's time to roll a little initiative. Let's talk about what the initiative's gonna be. Everyone's gonna roll it really quickly. So <sighs> you are technically scouting slash alert for danger fox. So everyone's gonna yes. get a plus one on this. Um, you were detecting magic Trent but this isn't intrinsically magic in the start so I'll use perception from you okay. I'll use I'll use perception from Drosharis Jane I'll allow a deception from you because you were sort cool. of like playing peaceful so let's use this little drop Whoa. let's put this on while we roll what initiative. if I was
3: sneaking in there stealthily can I use stealth
1: when I talked about how you were walking in, you said you're just okay. trying to blend in. Okay, yeah, 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 that's fair. Although, I guess it is a form of, I'd allow stealth or, I'd allow society or stealth, because you did explicitly say you were sort of like trying to blend mm-hmm. in, like, oh, I belong here. Okay. Hmm. So, uh, while well, everyone's getting that, those numbers rolled out and figured up, I'm just kind of looking around until I see the nods. Looks like Trent's got
0: his locked in. Looks like it's not good. I, um, <clears throat> I got rid of a one.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's nice to, to <laughs> d-
0: dump that here. Got that out of the die. Get-
1: Get also, that over with. Seriously, this this drop like I want to fight whole combats to this initiative rolling music. It's so good. It's pretty good. It's it's fucking great. All right, looking around. I think everyone's got their initiative. So let's start. Watson, what's your initiative? Twenty nine. Yeah, that's low, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val, what's yours with this? You're adding a plus one to all these.
2: Yeah, so it's forty seven. Interesting. I rolled natural seventeen.
1: What's your bonus? To deception. Yeah, with the plus one.
2: Uh, thirty.
1: Okay, uh, damn, that's fucking impressive.
2: Yeah, it's normally plus 29.
1: For all those listening, I'm sure you can guess why I'm asking this. <laughs> all right, mm-hmm, Arch, mm-hmm. what do you got?
3: Um, 45.
1: Okay, and Fox, what are you rocking?
0: 30. You did not roll as well either.
6: I rolled a seven, which makes me feel really bad about, oh, my, <laughs> about your my <laughs>
1: Like, Trent is a wisdom-based character who's actually rocking like an in-game level power item with that headband true, at this point. True, that's true. His wisdom is probably pretty fucking high. It is a plus six at the moment. So I think in this case, what happens, Jane? This is almost so narrative. This thing beats you Damn in initiative. Whoa! Whoa! And so I think, even Not though that you're impressive. going for deception of like. And they actually talk about this a lot with the swashbuckler class that like you can start combat with deception of just like basically how quickly can you hide disguise the body language of beginning an attack Mm -hmm. and so I mean really well but this creature so perceptive sees you going for it damn and so she begins to whip up in movement off of the couch like at first it it seems like it should be the most awkward things like all elbows and hips first in the movement and she's like she begins almost spinning and moving up, stepping up, almost in dance. Mm. So you know what? I do have a picture of this creature now. This Uh-oh. woman moving. So let's let's take down the sirenscape music a little bit in the background. I'm going to show you this. She an an let's elemental? let's you I was going to say it sounds like an describe elemental. Describe this.
2: Um.
4: What?
3: Yeah, it's oh. that lady on the right. What all is right. this? <laughs> the uh, has anybody <laughs> seen the witch uh uh-huh. uh oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah well, she's definitely one of the extras dancing in the at the end spoiler alerts at the end Yep. yeah no, i um, can
2: see scary, that scary scary witch lady i love the elevator music we're doing this to yeah. yeah, this, yeah. this is
0: how what we describe art to now i got to say the they got exactly right the like form of a dancer like she yeah yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. so she like she's sort of she's standing like up point. she's got
2: legs oh, and days. she's got claws oh yeah so oh, her legs
3: are immaculate <laughs> Uh, she, yeah. she, she does lead, not skip leg day ever. No, yeah. that, that there's a lot of muscle there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Don't job, let her the illustrator.
1: You. So she kind of stands up and she starts whipping her body into that, like, sort of dancing, twirling whirlwind, essentially. And as she begins kind of coming up from the settee, she's a bard. Uh, <laughs> she just starts <laughs> moving right towards all of you. And I think, Val, because you're the one who sort of is getting this dagger ready. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're going to do this. The dance <laughs> movement is so sort of captivating. It's enthralling. It is. And so I'm going to need every creature. Well, shouldn't she get a throw, throw off you. first? No, so... Val starting to go for the throw okay. is what set this creature off. Like, mm. fuck this shit. Mm. So one action to stand up. And so she'll stand up into actually the space south of where I have the, the pawn. Uh, she'll stand up and she'll begin dancing. So I'm going to need all of you to give me will saves. Don't look what at her. my will saves? <laughs> <laughs> all right kind Of looking around, what do we got, Trent? You're nodding. What's your will save 41? All right, you're fine, but you can feel how wait. Just a quick question for what, what level are you all right now?
0: Uh, 17. Oh, also, 36. I 36. think cool. I have something for <laughs> will <wheel laughs> saves. Yeah, I think you have iron will, so if you succeed, it becomes a critical success. I think it's something along that line. I have to, I have to make sure that's the case, though.
5: Uh, that's
1: my guess. Uh, Jane, do you have your will save, I do. It's out? a 36. Oh, oh shit. Well, okay, cool. So that's, that's going to be a failure. Now this isn't, this is an incapacitation effect, but this is a higher level creature than you. So it's, it's still there. Hey Jason, what did Drosharis get? 42. You're
6: fine. And Fox, what are you rocking? Uh, 56. I'm sorry, 56? (laughs) Yes, I rolled a natural 19.
1: Oh damn. Okay. I was like,
3: what is your bonus? And have i been doing this wrong, she stood up and he was like, hey girl. What
1: are you doing? <laughs> so I'm
6: not yes, it's called Resolve.
1: Uh, ah, it is Resolve. I guess Iron Will. Oh, is oh I'm sorry.
6: It's 46. Oh, I just I can't math.
1: Wait, wait.
4: Facts. <laughs> uh,
1: wonderful. God Almighty. That's a great drop. I'm yeah. really also glad these two sliders are I right totally there so I can switch them. On purpose,
6: so you could use the. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Drop. You know what?
1: Thank you. All <laughs> right, so. You are uh, you are fascinated. Mm. Um,
2: I'm like, look at those thighs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, how how could you not? That's wild. <laughs> I
3: was gonna try
2: to kill this lady, but
3: <laughs> you like pull the knife out, and you're like thighs.
2: <laughs> so now,
1: fascinated. A couple things are gonna happen. So you have a few things you have to work through. Rules, why this, Jane? Because fascinated is a minus two on perception and skill checks. And you cannot use actions with the Concentrate trait unless they are related to the subject of your Fascination. Uh, This condition will end if the creature takes a hostile action towards you or any of your allies, though. So, spoiler alert, that may not be super important for long.
3: Do you know where the Fascinate is on Hero Lab, Jane? Nope. Okay. (laughs)
1: I'm also going to say that I'm about to attack, so don't worry. It'll kind of just Uh, go away anyway. Yeah, the secondary thing here to keep in mind, though, is that in addition to the fascination? Um, although I, I think this would probably break, uh, you would otherwise feel yourself sort of be like being summoned towards it. Actually, no, I really like this. She got it off on you, so you're fascinated. So she's going to use her final action and she is going to walk over towards that balcony overlooking she the She, as river. in me, Val? Uh, no, uh, she, this, this creature, is going to mm. like dance and move her way across the room. You ever see this maybe I'm just making this up but in my mind like the way she's dancing at times it looks almost like she's about to fall as she sort of spins into a step perfectly balanced but it's this weirdly wild sort of spinning chaotic mm. movement that like in any one segment looks uncontrolled but watching it play out is this just beautiful dance across the room so she moves 25 feet to the east and it will then actually be your turn Val However, because I
2: didn't take,
1: oh type, Jesus, <laughs> she's allergic to your bullshit,
2: I was, James. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard to keep it in, and it just didn't work.
1: Okay, so this will only last for one round because you only just normal failed. But what this means is you're gonna you must spend each of your actions to move closer to the creature. <laughs> Jesus, I told you, <laughs> It's that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Go on. (laughs) So if you become adjacent to this creature, uh you mu- you will stay still and not act. So you must use all of your actions to move close to it. All you can do is you are just beckoned by it. You feel yourself, yourself being drawn closer oh, to her. Wow.
2: All my actions right now, I have to do that?
1: Yep. You can't do anything other than move close to her. And once you get next to her, you just have to stand there and wait. You are so enthralled by watching her dance.
3: <laughs> so does that trigger
6: an attack of opportunity? Uh, do you she want to attack her? <laughs> 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 you got to stare at those thighs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. I move towards the lady. Go. Cool. So
1: you do that, that's your whole turn, Val. And now, Drosharis, it's your turn. You see Val. Oh no, Val, you, you have multiple actions yeah, there, you all have the to way keep over. Oh, goddammit. Yeah. You don't know, just like, oh, I want to go check that out. Yeah, you walk right next to her, Drosharis. You see Val like almost in a trance walking after this woman who's dancing and it's just this fascinatingly captivating way. You can feel it almost pulling a little bit. But what I'll say is from your background, you've probably experienced like mental fascination and stuff like that before. And so this is... You can kind of feel it pulling a little bit at the edge of your mind, but you keep your focus. What are you going to do? On deck, Fox.
3: I'm i am looking at Jane, just like, can't believe we're <laughs> here right now. <laughs> uh,
2: you said it, and I was like, all was right, joking. good idea.
4: <laughs> She's trying to go grab her thighs.
3: <laughs> all right, so... With... What do you got going? Thirty on? feet, thirty-five feet of movement. I sure. can get to the other side.
1: Yeah, you're gonna go to the flank. You're gonna flank this creature with Val. Yes. Val, I, I will say, does not say nothing about fascination says that like you're not provoking, so I think flanking is still a thing.
0: She threatening.
1: I, I I feel like yes, I may have missed it. Someone may hit me up and be like, yeah, fascination says you're not threatening, but I don't see anything in there. Um, so I feel like I'm gonna give you flat-footed on this creature. Sweet. What do you got? I, I also, I'm assuming you're attacking. Oh yes. Yeah. And okay. then I will swing oh, with yes. the sword.
3: <laughs> All right. How's a 49 looking?
1: Ah, uh, 49? Like that's a good roll, and that is in fact a hit. Okay. What's this? Uh, any what, any what kind of damage is this? Asking for a friend, the friend is me. Slashing. Mm. Okay. All right, roll that damage. 27. Damn. Okay. So you whoop, cut into her. But mm-hmm. she's dancing away. She even she sort of like dances back from the hit. It still cuts, splits open her skin, but she stays moving, stays focused. Hmm. Consummate with, professional.
3: And then as I stab her, I'm going to use this feat called combat grab.
1: Okay. Now, did you have enough movement to get there in one action? Yes. Okay.
3: Yes. So Charis has been churching his uh, speed up this whole time. Mm. Nice. Um, so get to the other side, swing at her, combat grab with my... Um,
1: Second attack? Yes. Okay. And what what is combat grab?
3: So Just, combat grab is when you um, swipe at your opponent, you basically make a strike, mm-hmm. and if you have a free hand, you also grab them at the same time. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. So you'll get a grab. Yes.
1: At, do you have to roll a grab, or is if this hits, you get a grab off?
3: Uh, if the strike hits, you grab the target using your free hand. That's awesome. All mm-hmm. right. So roll to hit. I did. Oh. Oh, another one. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> the second attack. <laughs> Duh.
1: Because if you're able to keep her from moving away, I mean, obviously she's moving towards the balcony overlooking the river. Yeah. With an entranced Valento.
3: Uh, forty-three. That's a miss.
1: Okay. Oh wait, no, because of fucking
3: flatfoot. Yeah. That's yeah. a miss. That's cool, man. I really enjoy that.
2: <laughs> you're welcome for walking over here.
3: Mm-hmm. You know me. <laughs> Thanks for throwing something at her and getting all tranced up. Twenty-five. <laughs> to be fair, one. I didn't <laughs>
2: actually throw it wrapped. at her. I was just thinking about it. Yeah.
1: That's true. You started to throw at her, and then she danced.
2: And, <laughs> and then <looked>. she danced. <laughs> now
1: she's <laughs> held. And so I, I told this to the players a little bit. I I pause the recording when I go to draw these rooms out, because we're we're that kind of old school, which I have this, this wet erase, like dry erase mat that I think I've had for like 20 years, so I'll draw it all out. Uh, I think it's the latest season, which I don't know if it's season two or three of Love, Death, and Robots, has a little short... That is about basically this exact kind of creature. So mm. probably after this episode, we might put that on while I prep for the yeah. next episode Sweet. recording. Okay. So yeah. So she's, she's grabbed. Actually, not she. They are grabbed now. Yes. They're grabbed and, uh, which is at least uh, they're going to have to try to escape from you if they want to get closer to the the balcony. That's the end of your turn. Fox, it's yours. And Watson, you're on deck. Oh no.
6: I have a question. Yeah. That you may be able to answer. Okay. Um, Can I use a focus spell and then go into Arcane Cascade?
1: It's it's a spell. Uh, Arcane Cascade just requires a spell to have been cast, right? Yeah. That Yeah. So at least from my understanding, in the way I'm going to choose to rule this on the fly here, because I always... You know what? <coughs> <coughs> There's a
3: rule
5: for that.
1: Amazing.
3: Don't uh, forget about Bleed, by the way.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, remind me at the end of uh-huh. my turn. So one of the things that i appreciated for clarity in 2e pathfinder is that in first edition pathfinder i'm sure other role-playing games have this but there just maybe isn't as much rule we'll have to dig through for this to be an issue but in first edition pathfinder there were so many abilities and there was always like is it a supernatural ability or a spell-like ability or an extraordinary ability what counts as this or that as far as i can tell basically everything in pathfinder is either an action and of course, there are so actions cast spells, but basically right. anything quasi-magical is still technically a spell. There's focus spells and things like that. So if Arcane Cascade just says, after casting a spell, I would want 100% say focus spells include, because focus spells still have schools of magic. They have traditions of right. magic. And so at least from my point of view, to adju- to adjudicate that as a GM, I feel super comfortable saying, yes, that's a spell.
6: Fantastic. Uh, Fox is going to cast... His focus spell.
1: What is uh, your focus spell?
6: Hasted assault. Oh, would you? What is that? Re- read us that spell. Yeah, hasted assault. Uh, you call upon your magic to speed up your attacks. You gain the quicken condition and can use the extra action each round for only strike action.
1: Okay, so basically, it's, it's like just
6: haste for strikes.
1: Okay, so it's haste just for strikes, and it's haste bundled into a focus spell, which is kind of cool because right, you right. get that back. Wait, how, many, how many actions to cast that? Uh, one oh shit so it's even quicker to cast
6: haste yeah exactly so
1: so basically this turn you'll break even on action economy and then for future turns you'll have bonus action
6: Uh, how long does it last for one minute dude that is a a phenomenal
1: focus spell yeah Yeah, it's It's
6: a a seventh level. yeah i would hope so something like that focus spell the ability to
1: use that every cut wow all right so you amp up
6: yep and then we'll enter arcane cascade
1: so, one action to cast, one action to enter Arcane Cascade.
6: Yeah. And you'll
1: then, have two, one, one normal action left, and then your quickened haste and assault action left. Yeah,
6: then I'll move into attack range. So, you're just going to stay on the west
1: side of her with keeping yeah. the sort of the balcony behind you. Actually, her in the can east. I? 5,
6: 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, I'm going to move behind Val. So, I'm okay. still flank. Or So, you're still getting the flank on? Yeah, so I'm still getting flank. Yeah, to the south of Val, um,
1: so you're flanking south of Val with Drosharis. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. So you'll be attacking over Val's head. That will give uh, a point of cover to to them, but that works. That's only one bonus to AC. Okay.
6: And an attack. How about a uh, uh, and
1: so they'll have a net, basically a net minus one to their AC because it's minus two for flatfooted, plus one for Val as cover. But that's all on my end, which I appreciate because it yeah, keeps it easy for you. Only
6: a total of 40. Ah,
1: damn. And your dice are cold today.
6: hmm Not a good roll, so.
1: Well, it's all, you know, you're working it forward. Okay. But you're in position. You're providing all kinds of flanking over there. Yep. Watson, it's your turn.
0: Um, Watson's like, Creatures. what is going on? Uh, he will try to recall knowledge about this creature.
1: Oh, hell Yeah. Okay, so this is this is going to be... One, this is going to be a secret check. Uh-huh. But this mm-hmm. is going to, it's going to be a nature
0: check. Excellent. I was hoping you would say that. So I don't have this written
1: down, Trent. What is your bonus to nature?
0: Watson is legendary in nature. Okay. He has a plus 32.
1: Wow. Okay, that's going to be... It's going to be really high. Uh, okay. So... Yeah, you pull this off, you spot this thing, and even with, God, that's a high number. (laughs) Even with this thing, this is a rare, which means it has plus five to the DC already. I'm going to do my best to pronounce this. This is a Reckyannoy. Okay. Uh, With that result, you're going to get some mechanical stuff, but I want to give you a little bit of fluff, because I think that's fun, and you know I always like sharing that with Mm -hmm, you. mm -hmm. Um, Reckyannoy are fey. They lurk in the placid rivers of the First World, like the the Fey Realm, essentially, in Galarian, demanding travelers dance with them or face their wrath. Bitterly jealous of anyone who professes to be a better dancer, Recunois make wagers and contests to prove who is the most graceful and sure-footed among them.
2: Are we going to have to have a dance oh, off it's right now? a dance, now?
1: dance oh, off to save off. the world. I mean, you were, but even though it's like, oh, I'm really bummed they're going into combat instead of solving this socially, I did remember that literally none of you have ranks imp- or are trained to perform. Yeah. No, I have no. lost yeah. five. Yeah. So no. you're going to have to fight them anyway. Uh, so I will actually, so I, I did a little bit of background look on this because I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, so they do have a little bit of a rivalry with the, this is a Galarian fact, with the Rolsulka. The Rekinoids are related to. Uh, Rusalkas, but they prefer the fantastical waterways of the First World, where rivers might flow upwards or dissolve into bubbles. Both types of fae argue which of their kind came first, that is whether Rekinois or Rusalkas gripped with a nonsensical urge to cavort, or whether Rusalkas and Rekinois grow petty and nasty. It's no surprise, then, that the two are virtually never, never get along, and they fight over territories that overlap. But this is based on a bit of Slavic folklore. Hmm. Uh, It's typically a feminine entity, often malicious towards mankind and frequently associated with water. There are counterparts in other parts of Europe, such as um, the Milsine in French and the Germanic Nixie. Folklorists have proposed a variety of origins from the entity, including that they may have originally stemmed from uh, Slavic paganism, where they have been seen as sort of benevolent spirits. Weird. Often really mm-hmm. related to the tradition of mermaids and things like that. That being said, they said feminine here, but they uh, definitely noted here for the adventure they, them pronouns okay. for this particular mm-hmm. one. Okay. Yeah. So has, I get a little note. Batfire. Yeah, I mm-hmm. always appreciate sort of like giving me lots of cool little notes about the creature. I have all sorts of background, but you're not going to learn that because you opened up this negotiation with the dagger. Yeah. So you did learn that. You did Almost get
2: some... a dagger.
1: That's fair. Almost. The intent to dagger. Uh, That's you still do... a crime. intent to to dagger dagger. (laughs) Trent you can't get specific knowledge like I can't get you numbers but what kind of
0: general knowledge Uh, would you like from that check about them maybe uh, a weakness
1: sure I mean this I'll I'll give you a weakness plus one I already said fey so that's gonna be cold iron I'll give you something else in addition to that maybe Sure. it won't be a lot what else you want
0: um you're wondering if it can fly Uh, We're all
2: making little wings, (laughs) pantomimes around the table. Sure. So what I'll say for that is
1: you'd suspect they probably have some form of movement that does well or works well in water. You don't know if that's flying near water, through water, underwater, walking in water, swimming,
3: but you'd guess they have a water-related movement. I throw my water skin over the balcony so that she can't use it against me. (laughs) Uh, So Watson will be like, she's a water dancer.
4: Uh, uh, Water is probably her best uh, scenario sort of
0: thing awesome um, <laughs> so that's one action you got two left and he will cast Ray of Frost oh not Polar mm.
2: not Polar Ray
1: not polar I miss ray. Polar Ray how's nah. that guy doing he'll
0: come back in a later episode
2: <laughs> it is January
1: Party so it's the
0: perfect season soap. for Polar Ray <laughs> ah, yeah, <and> Polar <laughs> Ray
2: can that be our next drop Sherman Polar <laughs> Ray I, I I don't I don't think we need an entire drop for one spell. Hi, I'm pulling
1: i <laughs> 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 And I approve this spell. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh Trent's yeah! Oh, oh, oh no. yeah! Is oh my god!
0: It's it a natural turn? twenty. Yes! Critical yes. hit! Um, yes! And, and like, this e- is gonna be awesome.
2: You though, get the first uh, critical hit drop.
0: Uh, yeah, that is a you. forty-nine to hit. By the way. Ooh. And this is a roll okay. to hit spell, right? It is.
1: Okay, yeah, so that's going to be a critical hit. And look, even though I uh, had everything pushed around in different places and struggled to find stuff, I did find the critical hit and miss cards. So let's pop out Crizzo Cryzo's... Paizo's Cryzo. critical hit deck. Yeah, Cryzo is, that is... third party.
5: <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> yeah, Cryzo, it's it's the it's the spin-off and I can't decide if it's cold-based or just really sad-based. <laughs> I
3: think cold-based, yeah.
1: Sure. Alright, Trent, so let's, uh, I'm just gonna shuffle twice, Oh, this pop is a card out. This is perfect,
0: too. This is exactly what I wanted.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So here's the deal, Trent. This is also going to trigger fuck.
4: Yes!
3: Yes! What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> because she has some nice legs. This spell, <laughs> spell crits are insane.
1: So, bombs or spells use the same crits, and this one is called Maximum Effect.
0: Oh! Yes. So, Trey, yes.
1: uh, you, um, you don't roll for damage. You deal the maximum possible critical hit oh, yes. to get yeah. this
0: <laughs> um, it's It's not high because it's D4, but um, this would be, I, I assume I'm doubling the damage. Doubling all the dice, all the bonuses, and this is a cantrip, right? It is. This so might be forget, the only
2: thing that could unseat Fox's highest damage accolade.
4: Uh, oh, yeah. We'll have to get in oh the Discord and check that out. Oh,
3: God. Okay. <laughs> I love this game. I don't think I've ever seen a game or a a game, a feat or even a card that's like, you do the maximum amount of yeah. whatever that was. Yeah, that I would mean, be
1: really cool. You used to be There's able to maximize healing. spell with metamagic feats in yeah. third edition, but even what? Yeah. It was like had to use a spell slot two levels higher yeah, than the yeah. spell you are going to cast. However, first edition was really funky because you, it would not change the spell slot of the spell to do more dice of damage with the spell up to a certain cap. All that to say, the logic behind how and when spells get powered up tends to be more consistently applied in second edition. Right, right.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
5: so
3: okay. like Trent's
1: doing math. You know what? I'm not going to hit the terrible math drop on that because I see him using a calculator. Yes.
0: So I'll just give this to you. This would be... 18 D4 plus okay. 12, which is 84 damage. Nice. God. It is a critical hit Sure. So just with this spell, which means that she takes a minus 10 status penalty to her speed for one round. So it's yeah. 80, so
1: 84 damage? Correct. <whistles> okay. That's the best whistle I can try to do. Hopefully that isn't ear splitting on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's sexy a lot Watson. of damage. Very sexy. Yeah, that that was pretty hot. Whoa, my finger has so much power. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I don't think eighty-four damage is even close to enough to unseat the uh, absolute. It's not bow. even oh, no. that is no, yeah, a yeah. magus crit. Yeah,
6: yeah no. Again, d four. You know.
1: <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. So. But that uh, was a,
0: that was a cantrip that did eighty-four damage, great. which is pretty awesome. So they're keep grabbed. Keep they're
1: grabbed. Their speed is reduced by ten feet around. So there, I mean, for one round. uh, For one round, but I think it was pretty obvious that I was sort of telegraphing their plan of trying to get out on the balcony and then, you know, chucking Val into the river below.
3: Mm -hmm. It's almost Uh like we're gonna help with that,
2: plan.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Only Val's gonna Mm -hmm. stay.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Only swap the part where Val goes, and we're good.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, it's my turn now. I think they're not loving this situation, and without the ability to move, I don't think. I'm gonna choose to keep up the uh, the beckoning dance. That just seems that seems not. <laughs> you can't fun. move,
2: but you're trying to beckon. You're like, eh,
1: eh, <laughs> I just want to dance with somebody.
3: Anyway, she's given the eyebrows. they there giving the eyebrows? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Furtive eyebrows.
1: <laughs> uh, beckoning eyebrows. All I, uh, so Jason, I know you watched it. I think Jane, you have as well. All I can think is that scene from Broad City. <laughs> And she's picking up guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Like in the bar. Yes, and
3: everybody's just like no, and she's like okay, just making eyes <laughs> and faces across the bar.
1: God, that is a phenomenal scene. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's that that's what they're doing here right now. But mm-hmm. it's like they're five feet away from all of you, so it yeah. it's just really close up. All right, so I'm gonna bust out some of these really cool. Man, uh, that's really cool. And wait, how's that ability work? Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, that's that's really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like when things are really cool for you I in this like, game. Look, I don't... like when things are cool for you in real life.
0: Oh, thanks. That's so nice. Yeah, you never said that about can... me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that's shit! Because I don't like. <laughs> I pray
0: for terrible things to happen to you on a daily basis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is funny. Like I just have gotten into such a habit of kind of trolling Trent for fun and for for laughs that more than one person has brought up to me before like do you have a beef with Trent like do you not like him <laughs> or like no I, I love Trent i just <laughs> i also love to be mean to Trent
1: <laughs> so i've got some really awesome spells i'd love to cast but and as Jane. i've
3: is really nice everybody i really mean, like Jane is a <laughs> nice person contrary
2: though. to the the podcast i think it's val i think val makes me angrier
1: sure <laughs> careful, careful. <laughs> she throws daggers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I actually have some really cool spells that I'd love to cast, but I've made that mistake before of trying to cast spells yeah, when being do. sandwiched between two characters <laughs> with AOOs. <laughs> so, instead, uh, their hair begins to whip up as they spin around and Whoa. it shoots out. I think the first one, a little bit of hair is going to go out and just wrap around, try to like wrap around you, Drosharis. Like okay. like,
6: like a helicopter?
1: <laughs> helicopter <Well. hair. laughs>
2: oh, this is what he was this talking about. This is the helicopter.
1: <laughs> all right, here we go. Oh, fuck.
5: Yeah. Oh. Okay, how do you feel no. about no. a...
1: I did see no. that. No. A 43 to hit, Drosharis. <laughs> okay, so let me run through all the stuff that happens here. Is that a crit?
3: No,
0: damn
1: me! I was, I was hoping. Pshaw! <laughs> I'm sorry. How does that go? You heard me. It's fine. I was just <laughs> trying to vamp. <laughs> you heard me. Fine. Okay. So you're gonna take so 31 good. points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then, this creature has improved grab. Nice. So no, this actually, this came up, this was what, like a year ago, I think I was talking with friend of the pod, Ryan, about the differences between grab and improved grab. And it's, it's one of those things in which, like, once you kind of figure out and get a, a vibe for the internal logic of Pathfinder 2, it makes a ton of sense, but it is a little confusing. So a lot of creatures will have grab as a part of their damage, which will then let them use an action after that attack to grab someone for free with no check. However, this creature has improved grab, and what that means in this case is that they can grab as a free action with no check. So a little bit of their hair whips out, slams into Drosharis, and then just wraps around your neck and just starts to tightly go taut and hold you there. There's, this this fey has enough hair that then more of it whips out and now uh, they, they have taken a hostile action against one of your friends, Jane, so Val is no longer fascinated. However, Val is getting attacked by their hair. Jane. Yeah. So 32 to hit. It's
0: pretty low. That's it's a miss. Yeah. Really?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well,
0: <honor.
2: laughs>
1: Bro, our ACs are insane right now.
2: I don't know if you know this, but we're actually 17th mm-hmm. level now, so...
1: Fine.
5: <laughs> you know sass. what?
2: Just for that sass, I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put
1: third attack. No, you know what? This is this is rough, but I think we're gonna go. We're gonna follow up with this. We're gonna do a third attack. Final action here, going against you again, Val. Oh, I didn't roll great. Thirty-one's probably gonna be a Mist. miss. Still, that does make it your turn. You're no longer fascinated because you know they're hair attacking everyone
2: sure sure um so val would like to devise a stratagem sure um which i believe also means i can recall knowledge yeah what's your bonus to nature uh plus
1: 20. Yeah, you don't learn anything
3: new? Dang, mm-hmm. um,
2: I'm gonna roll this very tiny D20 that Trent just gave me for Christmas.
3: Yeah, Watson gave you
2: that. Watson gave it to me. That Ooh, me. natural 18. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think I can't really see it. It's already,
3: a, it's already a fire. <laughs> Sounds by. good to us.
2: Uh huh. Okay, so I will accept that stratagem roll. Um, and I just said I had the dagger out. I didn't say that I had the pistol. Well, don't you but I do draw? have that thing where when I when you roll, roll initiative, you initiative you I can draw both weapons, draw them, which I kind of just always assume that she does if she's rolling initiative.
1: I, I mean, I, f- I feel like unless you tell me you don't, it would kind of make, it would be weird for you not to.
2: Yeah, it's always my assumption that when we roll initiative, Val pulls both weapons out. But um, I, don't, so- I don't see
1: any reason to call bullshit on that. I think there, I can imagine environments in which I would, but in this one, that that makes sense. Cool. So,
2: um, so that's a forty-eight total to hit. Oh,
1: Okay. 48, uh, that's a hit. So wait, are you, sh- are you shooting with the pistol in close combat? Yeah. Mm. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so if you miss, you just blast Charis. Well,
2: you know, I got, I had a pretty good roll, which is the benefit of the whole stratagem thing. So, um, that's not a crit, right?
1: Uh, no, no. Okay. You said 40. 48. Yeah. That's a hit, but not a crit. Awesome. Their AC is, is pretty stellar. Ooh, that's
2: low. It's a uh, 32 points of damage on that one. Okay. Okay.
1: I'll take that, so it leaves you one action left.
2: Uh huh. Um, I think Val is just gonna back up and get kind of out of this hair melee. You gonna go
1: west away from the balcony or east towards the balcony? West (laughs) away from
2: the balcony. Thank you very much.
1: Fine. All right.
3: it's your turn. We're still flanking because he has reach, right?
1: Yeah, Fox has reach. Fox has reach, So okay. you're, you're set up.
3: All right, so... And you still have a grab in place. The quick, the combat grab ends at the beginning, oh, at the beginning of my next g- turn. Oh, okay, so it is which now Which checks over. out, because I'm going to take in two-hand... Nice. ...swing at this thingy.
1: So you're going to use, essentially, you can use a quick-draw strike to change the grip on your weapon as a part of your attack. Correct. Okay. Cool. That's actually one thing that I think is glossed over sometimes, but I think it's a super cool implementation of quick-draw, is that... Quick draw isn't allowing you to draw a weapon for free. It allows you to make a basically vanilla attack called a quick draw attack that allows you to draw the weapon. Or in my mind, I, I always rule that you can change your grip on a weapon like at a hand as a part of that attack. So it's an interesting choice for fighters because fighters have so many special attacks that it's sort of a choice of like, ah, do I want to just do a
0: generic attack to change my grip or do one of the specialized fighter attacks? So you're saying that there's a
3: rule for that?
5: There's a rule for that.
1: Yes. Wonderful.
3: <laughs> All right. 49 against a flanked creature. What do we got?
1: Uh, not a crit, but definitely a hit. Call
3: garbage, but uh, yeah.
1: Look, <laughs> I, I already mentioned this creature's higher level than you because your incapacitation effect didn't get auto-degraded. How's a 20? 20 points of damage or 20 yes. to hit? 20 uh-huh. points of damage. Well, yeah, you're you're getting some work
4: done. Good job, Drew.
3: <laughs> All right, so then and I Bob's will... I was like, uh, I hit
4: her too. I'm, I'm just going to stand <laughs> back here.
3: <laughs> I'm going to swing again. All right, yeah, you got two actions left. You're already in place. You're a fighter. That's probably going to miss. 33?
1: Ah, 33 is a miss. Okay. One action left. Fox is on deck. You're looking around this room. They are close to this, the edge here. You're swinging again. What's that hit going to be? Or is it going to be
4: a hit? Maybe it's a miss.
3: Doing some math. Terrible math.
4: Terrible math. math.
1: 42? 42 because of... Oh,
3: no. Even with flat-footed, you missed. Just... Okay. Just so close. So, yeah. Well, that's it, then.
1: Okay. That's your turn, Fox. It's yours. Drosharis... Or, no, you're just Drosharis. Watson, you're on deck. Drosharis I mean, I'll go again. doesn't go twice.
6: Uh, <laughs> Fox is gonna try and overhand swing down onto this thing's dome.
1: Yeah, and you've got... You've got four actions.
6: Yeah. Four attack actions, technically. Jesus.
1: I, I got to say, it's really cool to see these characters sing at this level. I, I saw a really cool uh, thread the other day online. Which someone did some math on like just between ancestries and backgrounds alone, how many combinations of possible characters there are. Then you get into just classes, much less the different sorts of builds in classes, much less archetypes. There's so many different characters out mm-hmm. there. All right. Uh,
6: 44 to hit. With flanking, that's a hit. Okay. Love this AC. That is 25 damage okay you're getting some work done on this second attack is gonna be a miss
1: okay two actions left one of Uh, which although uh, hypothetically you could say that the first action you took was your must be an attack action or must be a strike action
6: i'm as far as i know uh i'll swing one more time just for the heck of it i don't think it's gonna hit but
1: hunting for that 20
6: uh how about a natural three that's not going to do it. Yeah,
1: that's a miss. But not a natural one. So you got one action
6: left. Uh, I'll use my last action to... Uh, how high is the ceiling in here? Ceilings in here are 20 feet. I guess I'll just... I can go up 10 feet and still be in range, right? Or do I have to only go five?
1: Uh, You can go up five feet and still be in range. If, I go move up 10 in, in. if you're up 10 feet, no, you still would because... You'd hit the five feet below you, standard reach, reach for your extension 10 feet below you. Yes, you still would. Okay. But keep in mind because we always forget that you'll have to spend actions to hover. Yeah, that's fine. However, you have pretty good action economy right right now. Right,
6: right. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to go up 10.
1: Okay. And because of your angle, you'll still have flanking. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So you go up. Watson, it's your turn. I did kind of forget, Fox, that your wings are now like a permanent thing. Perma-wings. Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, Watson will cast guidance on Drasharis. Is that a one action? It is. Okay. And then I think just a Ray of Frost again. You know, it right. worked out the first time. <laughs> so
2: just a little Ray of Frost. A little ray of
0: Frost. What do you got? Uh, that's significantly worse. That's a 36.
1: Yeah, that's that's just a miss. Okay. Alright. that nice is his turn. turn. Alright, it's their turn. No longer grabbed. Mm-hmm. You're still grabbed, Trosharis. So they're going to lash out. Their hair also has reach. And even with you being up as high as you are, their hair (laughs) whips up around your feet up at the air.
6: Okay, we're going to get checked over the side.
1: Oh, Mm. I'm really trying for that. Okay, so this is going to come out to... I got you, bro. I, I really wish this creature's to hit was a little bit higher, but I, I can kind of understand for balance reasons because they have spells and stuff. It's probably a balance. So I don't think I'm going to be able to pull a hit off on you, but I may be way overestimating your AC. Does a 38 hit for you, Fox? It does not. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought.
6: More haha.
1: So I think I'm going to take advantage of the action economy I have left. I'm going to do a constrict since I still have a grab on you. And from my understanding of the grapple rules, like as long as I take something that's or grapple related, I don't have to renew it, Correct. I think
3: that's how we've been
4: uh, playing i don't know
1: I, I looked it up once for actually a different run Lundine adventure with the slithering and i think grabs degrade after a turn unless like you constrict or do something i'm gonna play it like that right now because it's fun for me and i'll look it up later oh I'll yeah the slithering,
3: they had those things with the choking yeah uh, the, like the swords or whatever
1: yeah well then the oozes would also do, oozes, do a lot of grabs yeah, and stuff true. too honestly across the board Lundine super interesting yeah. adventuring writer for those really of you who, who've played any of the other ones okay so jason uh give me a fortitude dc
3: a fortitude dc S- a
1: fortitude check okay yeah what's your fortitude dc bro <laughs> i honestly i feel like you're probably gonna crush this but i don't have to roll so i thought i'd take advantage of that and try to push the advantage the little advantage i have of having you grabbed by this hair
3: what do you got <laughs> yeah exactly 31. oh
1: oh that is the dc nice okay so you'll take you, do you have the yes. okay so you Gen- take that becomes a critical success yes. so you take no damage from the constrict. however now they're going to use an ability called waving hair uh, they're going to attempt an acrobatics to check against each grabbed creatures reflex dc so now I actually do legitimately need your DC. What's your reflex DC? Drosharis. And
3: my acrobatics is pretty dope. How do you figure out what the DC is? Uh, find your reflex bonus and add 10. Add 10, yeah. okay.
1: That that math even I can yeah, do. Yeah,
3: 37.
1: <laughs> okay, so I crush that. Okay. Uh, I, I don't critically succeed. I almost do. So here's the deal. Uh, the Reconoi, they're going to move.
3: Does any of this trigger attacks of opportunity? I want to ask that as you go
1: uh no because they're not moving they're going to move you okay so they're going to move you 10 feet towards the east towards that balcony okay so 10 feet uh with a little bit of southeast to it and then another five feet out right towards that balcony they're trying to move you over that water and i think as we kind of see that scene there fox is fluttering up in the air Val has just sort of gotten her wits about her. Watson's still just firing frost rays from the corner. Pew, pew, pew. But Rosharis is being pushed, strangled right towards the edge of that balcony. And to find out if you live
5: or
4: die,
1: tune
0: in next week. No! Oh my god. He's totally going (laughs) to (laughs) live. The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at LiveToDiePod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.